Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We are joined by the one and only Holly Roberts. Woo, at least for hour one. All right, guys, I took the plunge. I did it. I watched season 44, episode one of Survivor. I don't know well, why. I don't know this why. is <laughs> surprising. When uh, context, when was the last? What was the oh. last season that you watched? If you picked up at forty four, had you just missed a couple? Like you were all the way up no, to forty one? No, I stopped at least a decade ago. Okay, so that's probably twenty yeah. plus seasons ago. I feel like they turn out a couple of those a year. Yes. Yeah. I haven't watched since uh, that guy Richard, the Naked oh, Richard the naked one. Richard. I think. Sure. That and season Susan, one? Susan, remember you are you are manipulative. The truck driver. No. Come on. No. Epic, I know. Epic finale scene with her calling. Can't remember who. Snake in the grass. Elizabeth Hasselbeck was also okay. in this. Season. That was her. So season. that's like season two. <laughs> okay. So we're go- or one because she know. was Elizabeth Falarski at that point. Right. Okay. Oh, wow. It's that's been a, a long that's time. That's a last name upgrade, I think. Mm-hmm. Falarski. So, Go ahead. Yeah, all right. Uh, so they're in Fiji, and we've got a uh, North St. Paul girl in, oh. in it. Um, she is from Hugo, I believe, and her name is Carolyn, and she's a drug counselor. I have questions for her, okay? Because this girl is basically in full makeup, and I'm like... Don't you only get one luxury item? Was yours mm. eyeliner? Is that what you went with? Well, maybe it's day one. You know, you can put on oh. a full face and then you get dropped off there. Good point. Uh, the, 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 the modern day beauty will erode as time goes well, on. Well, I think the episode I watched was three days. And let me tell you, spoiler alert, if you're oh. like recording it or something, you might want to just earmuff it for like, I don't know, two minutes. Um... Listen, I will tell you that this season, it looks like the doctor is the star of the show because I am telling you, one guy gets bonked in the head. Hmm. Things happen there. Medical comes in three times. Medical had to come in in three days or in my case, like 90 minutes, three different people. Yeah. So anybody have to get removed from the show because it was like, sorry, that cuts too deep. We got to take you home. Yes. I guess we can't. Okay. All right. I won't say who, but somebody. Uh, wow. Anyway, I know. Where are they? They're somewhere in Fiji. 
Okay, so this is like sandals. We're no longer surviving. (laughs) There's a swim-up bar. It's pretty remote. It's trapeze class. It's pretty, pretty remote. But, um, you know, one guy bangs his head. Next scene, there's a guy with a dislocated shoulder and a sling. And then there's just a lot of drama. Really good ending. I'm sucked in, guys. I don't know what to do. This would be a great time to save this audio and place our bets. Will Donna... Mm-hmm. finish season 44 of Survivor. And by finish, I mean, it's a competition show. Will she have watched 90% of the episodes by season 10? Or, earmuffs Donna, okay. is she burning bright with initial interest? You know what, Steve? <laughs> and it will quickly fade. I'm going to go to a magic eight ball. Why don't okay. we ask oh, this? I love it. Great. I'm going to type it in. Will This is an Donna... online one, so these work. Oh, okay. yeah. Will Donna complete this Season of Survivor. <laughs> like the of the magic. Shake the eight ball. Here we go. All right. Shaking, shaking. Good luck, Donna. Thank you. Outlook, not so good. <laughs> no. That sounds oh. accurate. All right. It's Donna. fine. Anyway. You're doing great, Donna. Well, I'm glad that you watched it. That's cool. Yeah. And then you watched The Mandalorian, too? I did watch The Mandalorian. What? I never know what's going on on that show, though. All I know is, like, he's got to repent for something he did, and he's trying to get to that place, and it's hard. And Okay. Yeah. I'm just watching for the baby. You're just watching for Grogu. Yeah. I get that. That's fine. Yeah. That's, That's fine. It. But it's fun. Some of the characters are hilarious. In Star Wars. Yeah, we've always loved Amy Sedaris's <laughs> character. Um, Haven't seen her yet this season, but I'm holding out hope. I think she is in this season. Okay. Um, that's good. I, I'm happy that you did that. You you really, you beat me. I mean, I am, I'm, I'm not there. I didn't get through. I don't think I got through any meaningful television last night. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. You know, we had, we had family over. We were watching a nephew. Then my sister and brother-in-law were over, and so, you know, before long, the, the the window to sit down and really commit to something, it had gone. And so I'm happy that you did that, though. Thank will you. you complete the... Hang on. Um, will my... I'm, I'm now on chat GPT. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, we're going great. artificial intelligence right. now. Yeah. Uh, complete this season of The Mandalorian. Uh, I don't know if ChatGPT is even going to have a thought on this. Uh, will my co-host Donna complete this season of The Mandalorian? I don't think you can ask it questions like that. Oh, I, that's too bad. Oh, huh. That's too bad. Oh, yeah. As an AI language model, I don't have access to information about individuals. Oh, oh. I bet you don't. Even though I... like three guys left their wives last week for a hard drive. What? These AIs are starting to oh. flirt with people, though. Oh, gotcha. Remember, there was an AI chatbot who outright asked me yes. live on this show. If you were single. do If I was single, Donna, that's the preschool talk. She said, so do you not want to have an affair with me? <laughs> I, I mean, whoa. That ain't right. Come on, It might man. need to be reprogrammed or something. It says, I suggest reaching out to her directly to inquire about her plans for the season. That's what... Chat GBT suggested I do That's with you, pretty Donna. good. That's a pretty good response. Uh, yeah. well, good. well done, Donna. Thank you. I think, I, I think I'm going to watch it. I'm kind of sucked in. I mean, something happened in this episode. There was one person who was trying to get everybody in on this one plan, and the way it backfired was just a thing of beauty. It was just so great. Here's the new bet, Holly. Yes. What's more likely, hmm. that Donna Valentine completes 
Survivor Season 44 or Mandalorian Season 3? Good question, Steve. Smart Money's on the Mandalorian. Because it has Grogu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cute factor is too much. a little baby. Yeah. Oh, everybody uh, loves a baby. Um, um, yeah, and right. I love Mando, too. I just I just don't really know like what's going on and who's who in these planets and everything and I'm That's like okay. whatever I'm along for the ride. Absolutely. I there there're different depth points at which you can enjoy swimming. Sure. You go to the deep end, you go to the shallow end. Sure. Everybody's still in the pool. Yeah. You're all still swimming that day, having fun. And so if you're in the shallow end, that's okay. Thank you. I made that on the fly, but I think I could workshop that, that, and that could become a legit analogy that makes good sense. All right, you work on that. I'm going to leave now. Nope, you got to come back, because you have to tell us what happened with Kelly Ripa last night on Instagram. There was an interesting exchange that happened with one Kelly Ripa last night, which now essentially leads to me having to run an errand quickly today. I will oh. unveil all of that. Plus, we'll get the Chris Rock news. Jay Leno unveils, reveals, I suppose, his new face post-op. Uh, I'll get into all that when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. We're back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. Steve had a bigger name on the other line last night, I guess. Donna. What? You know, sometimes when I mention you... Mm-hmm. At some sort of a gathering, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, Donna oh. Valentine. So your name dropping Donna Valentine. I'm sure that's the case. Now, granted, none of them remember or know that we do a show together. They're just like, oh, I used to listen to her with PA. <laughs> so I'm not really making a mark on my circle of friends, but they're like, you mean you work with Donna from <laughs> from K-Fan occasionally? Okay. Yeah, that's right, guys. Um, so look, sometimes you're the you're the bigger name, okay? All right, thank you. People have called you. Don't act like you haven't been called the Kelly Ripa of the Twin Cities before. <laughs> I this is just such a funny thing that happened yesterday. So a few I brought a sweater home from from Ring Nation. I saw your Instagram. Okay, so I brought right. a sweater home. And I, 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 it was part of like the wardrobe that they provided us when I was working on the show with the wonderful Wanda Sykes. And I was like, cool, a turtleneck. I haven't worn a turtleneck sweater in years since I last bought one about four years ago and hadn't worn a turtleneck since I was in high school, oh, usually wow. a mock turtleneck at that point. But I tried it on and I remember we were, I was Twin Cities Live. I was hosting with Carly Zucker that day. And she said I kind of look like a, like an, evil 80s villain like a preppy 80s villain and i was like great cool look for me i'll take it Lean in. i get all pumped and i lose the turtleneck sweater it's gone forever i don't know where to get it and god knows i what am i supposed to go out and buy another one i couldn't do this i had already committed like 30 dollars to it years go by i get this sweater that i shot i believe exactly one episode in and then they said, you can keep this. And I was like, cool, another turtleneck. And it's like a black or a navy blue turtleneck. Stevie Boy and the family go away in December for a little trip. And when we come back, my sister, <clears throat> my brother-in-law, they had helped out around the house. They, uh, they sort of dog sat for us and all this. And then, above and beyond, they saw that we had a hamper full of laundry and they were like, let's just do the laundry for them. Oh, no. Me no likey where this story's going. 
This has happened to me before. So, when I get home, they're like, hey, we did your laundry. Again, super unnecessary, right? You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. I would never want to do someone else's laundry. I just don't want to see anything anywhere. Anyway. Yeah, you don't want to see people's unmentionables. Right. <laughs> yeah. Any stain on anything. Ah! Any garment. Any <laughs> garment. A top garment, an outer garment, an undergarment, any garment. I just don't want to know the backstory. I don't want to... <laughs> I don't... And they say, hey, uh, Dave didn't realize, but he dried your sweater. And it really shrank. And, you know, sometimes things shrink a little. Sometimes things <laughs> shrink a lot. I had been meaning to do this video. I was like, oh, this is so funny. It's relatable. Everybody's shrunk a sweater before. So yesterday, I finally get around to posting this sweater. Essentially, it goes a little something like this. Quiz, true or false? You need to pay attention to the careful instructions on your garments. Two seconds to this. All right, you have time to think it over. Survey says true. Um, this one is extremely true, particularly if you see the phrase, do not dry. That's a phrase that they are using literally for yours and the garment's good. So uh, hang that sucker. All right, follow for more fashion, fa- fashion hacks. All right, here's a quick five okay. seconds. So I post this video, and, and when I say reveal the answer is in fact true, you realize that I am in that turtleneck sweater. Which is now a mock sweater. A dicky. It's a crop top. Yeah. I'm telling you. You Hey, they're in fashion, Steve. There was a lot of crop (laughs) hanging out of my top. I'll tell you that much. So it's essentially comes to the base of my rib cage now. (laughs) I will say legitimately, I shoot this video and afterward, I walk out and Lila's like, oh my gosh, my seven-year-old. Not a chance this would have fit my 12-year-old. My seven-year-old tries it on. It, It fits her well. Oh, wow. Okay, and she has a, a petite little body. It's like a little bit of like the loose look, but it she could wear it to school and nobody would bat an eye. Anyway, somebody mentions Kelly Ripa in the comments. Somebody said, oh, boy, Steve looks like he could use some sunless tanner like Kelly Ripa. I guess she had mentioned it recently on a show, whatever. And um, so then Kelly responded to that and said, yeah, it does look like that. And by the way, Steve, I can fix that sweater. So then I respond to her comment, and I say something along the lines of, first of all, guys, it's hurtful. I had actually genuinely already done sunless tanner, three separate applications, because we're doing some water park stuff with the kids this weekend, so I was trying to get a little tint. So that was hurtful already. Oh. But then in the second half, I said, listen, Kelly, I'll call your bluff. DM me an address where I can send it so you can work your magic on it. If there were 30 seconds that went by, I think I might be overstating it. I get a little Instagram. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Notification on my phone from Kelly with a destination where I can send the sweater. So I tell her you will receive a shipment next week. You'll know it's mine if there's still a little snow left on the packaging. (laughs) I will send appropriate payment, cryptocurrency of my choosing, when said garment is returned and successfully tried on. God be with you, Kelly. To which she, (laughs) you know, she's an empty nester now. She responded, I am determined to fix this. I love a project. So me randomly doing this video is going to turn into right after the show. um, I'm going to run down to the post office. And just to threaten her more, I'm going to print out, if I can remember to do this, a picture that my mother took of my three-year-old in the sweater. <laughs> I will place that on top of the garment and say, this is what you're up against. Godspeed. I, I know she's a big fan of the laundry guy. Patrick. Yes. yes. Patrick Richardson. Yes. So, who is from Minnesota. Right. And I think Maybe she's she learned, learned a, a thing or two from him. And then last night, it almost seemed like, you know, she she sent me a message with, like, here's where you can send it. And then just the cigarette emoji of, like, I can do this in my sleep, kid. Cute. So then later, she, in her Instagram story, there's just a video of her knitting. She's just working on, she's <laughs> wow. building a garment. So she builds garments, and now uh, she's going to stretch a garment. So the Chronicles, the saga of the shrunken sweater took a dramatic turn last night and now i feel like i'm hiring out a talk show host to fix my clothing i have other stained things that i'm wondering who else could i tap into so that they could fix stuff for <laughs> oh, me what? donna do you know any things that i could send to you no. you have talents that you're withholding from me absolutely not i am the least domesticated creature <laughs> on the planet do you know how to uh, sew i could sew a button Boy, i don't I know how to use a that. sewing machine that's it no. I know nothing. If a button falls off, it's time to play taps, burn the shirt, and move on to the next You know, day. Uh, first of all, what did, did, Dave, did Dave buy you? Any apology there? Oh, they, like, oh, they were very apologetic. Flowers? And I told them, oh, I said, no, no, Donna, they had just stayed and watched that, our dog right, okay, for free so for true. four that's days okay. on short notice. Um, they watched the house a little bit. No, so it was just like, guys, doesn't matter. I got it as a freebie. You know, they're like, hey, you can keep this sweater. I was kind of pumped about the sweater because I thought, you know, nothing really takes somebody off guard. Like when you're wearing a blazer and a turtleneck. (laughs) Different choice. It's not a polo. It's not an Oxford. Right. But now that sucker, I don't know if she'll be able to do it. I I don't know if she realizes how shrunken this sweater is. It'll be fun to... Definitely uh, follow the journey. Quick confession. Okay. I sprayed the sweater last night with cologne because I thought it would be nice if when she opened the package, there was a nice aroma, a fragrance. Now you're just embarrassing yourself. Donna! (laughs) It's Versace! Oh, God. Just a little, so it doesn't smell like... I I haven't worn it. It's like mothballs. You You do you, Patterson. You do you. (laughs) Okay. Okay. When we come back, we'll talk Chris Rock uh, and Leno. Morning. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve Show. On my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. 
Don't forget, you can email the show. Oh, yeah. That's Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. We do prefer, and it's worth noting, compliments. We are less interested in your critiques and certainly uninterested in your criticism. Well, we did get an email yesterday that said, you guys are so mean to Brian. I can't listen. So I told Brian this morning, he started laughing. He's like, well, I'm mean to you guys, too. And I'm like, it's a bit. How do we become the mean guys? Well, granted, we sometimes go off on emotional tirades if he doesn't pick up the dang phone. (laughs) But other than that, let me tell you, listener, the person you want to meet in an alley is me and Donna. These two clowns, not Brian. He'll have a spatula and won't be afraid to use it. Right, Donna? That's right, Kitchen doc. You got it. Either that or the wooden spoon. Remember getting paddled with a wooden spoon? Not really. What? I've heard of it. You didn't get paddled with a wooden spoon? No. Did you get paddled? No, we just got the hand. Oh, did you ever get a belt? I didn't, but my sister did. Sounds kind of crazy when you say it out loud. Now, my parents, I think they view any of the corporal punishment that they did with, um, with regret. Oh, yeah. There was a time that we all knew we were going to get paddled. Chris Rock in a moment. Although, this kind of works because Will Smith did corporal punishment last year at the Oscars on Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. Corporal punishment is paddling, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like, are you talking like a paddle, like a, like a ping pong paddle, and that's what you get? No, they didn't have a designated paddle. All of our paddles were multipurpose. So, you know, it would be a, something that a you would get racket. from the... No, Donna... What? I don't know what you know, a no, is. Like, like a, from the kitchen utensil thing. It could be a spatula. Oh, it could be a wooden oh. stirring spoon. Oh, that, gotcha. That's how I think kind of common. I got paddled the least because they had grown tired of it for one reason or another. Youngest. But there was a time when... Yeah, youngest, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, my, my life was incredible. Um, but we uh, there was a time that we knew my mom had uh outsource the paddling for the evening not that she never paddled us but she was like we're waiting for your dad to get home you know that kind of thing yeah so she outsourced the paddling mm. and uh my dad gets home and we all know what's what's happening i forget what we did but it was probably something um not good so i put on as many pairs of underwear as i could <laughs> Similar to Joey Tribbiani in the episode of Friends when he goes, puts on all of Chandler's clothes. Oh, yeah. Could I be wearing any more clothes? <laughs> it was that kind of a moment. And we had this this dartboard. Oh, my parents are probably so embarrassed right now that I'm sharing any of this. But we had a dartboard. You know the kind of dartboard where you have a plastic tip dart? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. We realized if you sat on that dartboard right after, it was like a little massage. Like it immediately like took any sting away. That was my life, Donna. I didn't grow up with a silver spoon rammed in my pie hole like some of us. <laughs> Looking at you, Donna. Oh yeah. So like yeah, I'm, I'm surprised just because actually, and I don't, I do not mean this in the way that you might take it. The further back you go the more common paddling was. Now, it's it's all but extinct. You know, we don't paddle our kids, timeouts, oh, all that kind of stuff. No, well, that's abuse. Well, it's, it's not from a legal standpoint. No, but we'll, we'll call it abuse. <laughs> I would say... 
walk off. That's assault. Yeah. You're assaulting somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, but I know, but you could be getting into a tricky thing here as to whether or not I mean, it would be classified as abuse. I understand of having limitations a difference right now. You know, a little spanking. I don't. I think there's a difference. In the people's That's what court I'm talking about. of myself, we're just gonna say yeah. in Ju- Judge Holly's courtroom. Yeah, in, in my courtroom. Yeah, yeah. No, like I'm our parents. No yeah, you don't see it. There are uh, these are country. There are countries where spanking is illegal. Um, I can't find where it is. I can't believe we're talking Holly, did, about this. Holly, did you get paddled? No. Am I the only no. person who no, got paddled? No, we got hit. We got hit. No. My brother got hit with a broom. No. My sister had a plate cracked over her elbow. I mean, some pretty oh, heavy just, stuff. Boy, that was kind of... It's getting creative. <laughs> anyway, we sat on a dartboard after. Sounds good. How did we get there? I don't know. I don't know. Ah, How did we get there? That was a journey. You know what? Times have changed. Times have changed. What Absolutely. may have been acceptable at one point is definitely not anymore. Yeah. I mean, we got paddled at school. You could get paddled at school. Yeah. I told my kids this. They couldn't believe it. You know, kind of like the, you'll hear about like the hitting your hands with rulers. Ours wasn't like that. There were certain, I never got paddled at school and I only saw one guy get paddled <laughs> and he was a junior or a senior. I kid you not. And there was a rule which was, no snowballs, no snowballs. We were, it was snowy in Pennsylvania. And he said, and he had a great relationship with the guy who ended up paddling him, a principal. Oh, no. Gets a snowball, Ian does. Says, watch this. Guys, throws the snowball directly at the principal. There you go. <laughs> it lands bullseye. And we all start laughing. And then the principal said, well, let's go. And then we all went. It was it was like a scene in a movie. We were all crowded around the room, laughing at him, watching him. He laughed the whole time. He didn't leave in tears. He's okay. He's been in therapy since then. Wow, but... that's crazy. Did you have paddling at your school, Donna? No. I don't know. Wait, some people you did. Know, some of the re- people I know who went to religious schools had paddling. Sure. Has that never been a thing at a public school? Not that I'm aware of. Not at my, at least not where I grew up. That's messed well, up. We're, Hitting we're somebody else's of... kids, that's... Yeah, that would not go well. Right, um, like if you knew your kids got paddled at school, wouldn't you be marching to that We school? were just talking about this the other day because yeah. we were like, whoa, remember, like times are different. If we, if he came back and was like, yeah, I got paddled today, I'd be like, oh, shoot. I'd put my Brazilian jiu-jitsu gi on, which I still have from taking three weeks of classes. <laughs> I'd walk over. They wouldn't know what was coming their way. A white belt, an introductory level white belt. That's what's coming. He totally Steven Seagal them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In 19 states, it's still legal to spank children in public schools. That from the New York Times. I think. Shut up. What is that? I don't know. It's from 2018. Maybe things have changed after the pandemic. I don't know. That cannot be true. That that is messed up. Now I'm looking at, I don't have time to research this. I'm looking at charts that are scaring me. I don't know what's going on. Anyway. Why did you make us talk about this, Holly? (laughs) (laughs) Don't look at me. Uh, All right. Now we get back to the show. uh, Another physical (laughs) encounter that happened on stage in front of a global audience. Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Of course, the slap heard around the world last year at the Oscars. Uh, Just it was one of the wildest live television moments that we felt like we processed for about a month afterward. It was just so jarring. Well, Chris Rock 
has stayed largely silent. We talked about this earlier in the week. His Netflix special, Selective Outrage, is dropping on Saturday on Netflix, uh, 9 p.m. Central here in Minnesota, 10 p.m. out on the East Coast. Uh, But they're saying, you know, now a bunch of different outlets are writing what you both were assuming would be happening earlier this week. Uh, Deadlines headline, Chris Rock has jabbed at Will Smith but is saving his best punchlines for Saturday's Netflix mm, special. There you go. So apparently now that it's like, hey, are you ready? Are you going to do this? And he's done quick little bits, but never a, never a full portion of his routine. It's kind of like he's tested a joke at a comedy club. Yeah. Gone a couple weeks, tested another one. Um, one of the jokes that he told, and I, I don't even know if I've heard some of these, Chris Rock has said before, we'll see if it makes it special. The thing people want to know, did it hurt? Hell yeah, it hurt. He played Muhammad Ali. I played Pookie in New Jack City. (laughs) Even in animated movies, I'm a zebra. He's a bleeping shark. I got hit so hard, I heard summertime ringing in my ears. (laughs) Oh my God. There's another one. He said, Will Smith is a big dude. I am not. Will Smith is shirtless in his movies. If you see me in a movie getting open heart surgery, I'm going to have a sweater on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh gosh uh so that was that's funny so he's he's tested them i'm sure he's about to put something together but now different outlets are all saying if you've been waiting on the will smith jokes it's happening saturday night yeah and i think enough time has gone by where he was you know probably able to process everything a little bit better and maybe find forgiveness in his heart who knows well, I know he maybe, yeah, I you know, I'm not sure. You know, interesting thing from that article uh, on Deadline is they said that Chris um, reportedly turned down an offer to a host the Oscars this year. He said no wow. to that. Also turned down an opportunity to appear in a Super Bowl commercial with no. Will Smith. Yeah, I'd say a big fat no to yeah. that too. Take a pass on that. Yeah, you would have to. Ugh. You could do it eventually. You could have done it if reconciliation had happened behind the scenes. But it would have reminded me of, they had a very different sort of a feud. Certainly never physical. Letterman? Letterman and Leno. Do you remember that? (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember the... uh, Sorry, delayed joke. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. It got got to be late. I heard him on the air. It it landed. It worked. Um, But do you remember that Letterman Leno surprise Super Bowl commercial? It's Letterman next to Oprah. Mm -hmm. And then it cuts wide and Leno's there. You know, can you pass the chips? And he's like, who invited this guy? And you just never would have thought you would have seen those guys in a Right. Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. There you go. In a video. I think the difference between those two, Katy Perry, Taylor Swift, and Jay Leno and David Letterman, is that they were friends before their feuds. And they had relationships. Like Letterman and Leno, they were buds. And then things got dicey, and then they came back. Same with Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. I can't speak to the fact that Will Smith and Chris Rock were ever really friendly with each right. other. Okay. Yeah. You know, Chris does say in one of his jokes, um, he says, he doesn't say I was friends with, but he says, I rooted for Will Smith my uh, whole life. All right. Okay. And then um, these are Chris Rock's words. He says, I rooted for Will Smith my whole life. This is one of his jokes that he's test-driven. He said, the other day I watched Emancipation just so I could watch him getting whipped. Oh. So the jokes, the gloves are off with the jokes that he's going to be coming out with. That's good, though. You know what? That's that's, clever. 
That's from Chris Rock. Um, uh, Chris Rock has also referred to Will Smith as Suge Smith, a reference to Suge Knight. So we'll see what happens. Also, what will be interesting to watch will be, does Will Smith offer a reaction on social where he's been getting more and more back to himself, busier, typical kind of Will stuff, even poking fun at the Oscars thing a couple of weeks ago. So we'll see if that happens. Also, other comedic news here, a name we just mentioned, Jay Leno was on the Kelly Clarkson show. Oh. With his uh as the the page 6 headline reads with his unbelievable new face. <laughs> I don't know how much of it's new but he did have to go through two skin grafts. Leno did tell Kelly Clarkson it was pretty bad. He also Aww. had to spend time in the hyperbaric chamber to sort of speed up some of the healing. Uh but he of course always ready to tell a joke even in the midst of serious situations. Jay Leno called himself the new face of comedy. <laughs> before pointing to his br- what he called brand new ear. Wow, he so, looks good. I'm looking at a still shot from the set. Mm-hmm. It looks Kelly, good. Kelly was there up uh, close and personal. Yeah. And uh, and she said she couldn't even tell. Uh, but his face, of course, if you missed this story from a few months ago, face caught on fire. He was working on a 1907 white steam vehicle at the time, uh, one that he owns, and there was gasoline, and then boom. Uh, suddenly it's a really bad situation. But he sort of chalked it up to, look, you work with your hands long enough, something bad's going to happen. You play football long enough, you're going to get concussed or break a leg. You know, So he said, that, hey, there's risk in everything, but he's not going to whine about it. He said you got to joke about it because there's nothing worse than whiny celebrities. Right. That's the quote right. from Jay Leno. Although I feel like if you get your face catches on fire, I'm going to give you grace to whine a uh, bit. Me too. His fingers, too, are, are burnt. Yeah, looking at some older photos. Yeah, I, I think you're right. You can you could whine for a little bit. Yeah, I I think that's okay. But anyway, all right. On that note, we got to go. We'll do uh, some uh, see things, say things. We need to add one that we talked about after the yeah. show yesterday, Donna. Yes. Speaking of like the Kelly Clarkson show, there's a daytime show where a lovable host was doing something that Donna and I both felt pretty uncomfortable with. We'll tell you about that. Donna doesn't remember it, so mm-hmm. I'll tell her about that. Okay. When we come back, it's Donna, it's Steve, it's my talk. Hello. Welcome back to the show, you guys. Appreciate you listening to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Yeah. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Producer Holly Roberts hanging with us as well. Hey, you know, I have a friend who uh, texted me. Nice. Uh, when I was talking about the girl <laughs> on service. Oh, nice, Holly. I bring it down just a little bit, but it's good. We're showing interest. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's thank cool. you. No, I was talking about the woman from Survivor who's uh, from St. Paul, um, Carolyn. And yes. I was like, wow, she's wearing like, you know, some decent amount of eye makeup, which I thought, wow, that's what you're going to waste your luxury item on, assuming that they did it. Uh, so my friend Amy was like, could be tattooed eyeliner. Yeah, absolutely. Never even thought of that. Yeah. But it's a little smudgy, so oh. I'm going to dig a little deeper. Also, just to clarify so we don't get any angry emails, North St. Paul, right? North St. Paul. And these are... Or Saint they, Paul. Yeah, North St. Paul. Uh, uh, she lives in Hugo now. Because North St. Paul is like a little town, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's very different than the St. Paul that you have in your head. It's got a, it reminds me of a bunch of small little towns where I grew up. Yeah. I found it very um, 
approachable. Yes, very approachable. I like that, Steve. Anyway, I will uh, follow these hard-hitting stories so you don't have to. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. (laughs) If you are not a fan of close talkers, people who just seem to sort of lack the self-awareness when it comes to the appropriate personal space to give, especially... Post-COVID, right? I mean, hello. Right. What are we doing so close? Yeah, bubble, bubble. Oh, well, let me tell you who burst the bubble. <laughs> Drew Barrymore burst it hard. The other day I was watching Pink. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a clip of Pink on her show. And there was Drew Barrymore on the couch with Pink. Sounds pretty normal, right? You're on a couch setup. We're both having fun. The thing was, they had both... Uh, just, and imagine your sofa at home, a typical three-person sofa. The middle is only occupied under the most dire of circumstances, and uh, otherwise you sort of sit on the edges. They both turn into each other. <laughs> they essentially both scooch in so that they're both part of their legs are both on that middle cushion as a reference point. Okay, I thought they were cross-legged, sitting no, cross-legged. Yeah, they are, yes, but I'm trying to give you like a distance understanding. Half of their legs are on, and yes, their knees are up, crisscross applesauce, cozy, <laughs> which means their faces, hmm, they could not have been more than two feet away from each other. Yeah. And the interview goes on, and there's a lot of intense close eye contact. And I thought, well, what, what's happening here? Like, does Pink feel okay with this? I know they're buddies. Does Pink comfortable? I'm sure Drew's comfortable. She seems like she's maybe never been uncomfortable. <laughs> so then I look up. <laughs> I look up. Why does Drew Barrymore sit so close to her guests? Oftentimes on the floor. Oh, Google sit on took the floor. me in that direction. Huh. Yeah. So you look at her with Chelsea and Hillary Clinton. That is such an odd screen grab because Chelsea and Hillary Clinton had been there had been a little compliment fest that was going on, and then Drew went over to hug them and she crawled across the floor i guess to then come over and hug them and then she sort of resumes kneeled position now on the floor in front of them picks up the conversation there she has ditched traditional furniture in many interview situations just to get on the floor because she feels like there is an intimacy on the floor where if you're conversing with somebody on the floor something happens physically it's different and so then emotionally you start to open up a little bit more as opposed to if you were sitting in furniture. Donna, I'll hang up and listen to your thoughts. I don't, uh, I honestly, it's a little strange, but I love Drew Barrymore. I don't, Super likable. Very adorable. And I kind of think it's cute. If you know what you're getting into when you go on the show, that might yeah. make it better. But that could be very jarring. All of a sudden, someone's in your face. Like, Steve, when I would fill in for Elizabeth on Twin mm-hmm. Cities Live with you, I yeah. mean, even sitting in that much of a close proximity is very uncomfortable. Like, when we turn to talk to one another, mm-hmm. I mean, we are so close, but it doesn't <laughs> look that way on camera. I'm going to give you an update on this. Pink and Drew Barrymore were seated so close to one another that their knees were essentially touching. touching. Yeah. Now, you know what's so interesting about this? 
We see so much of life through our modern, Western, cultural lens. There may be other parts of the world where, you know, sitting on the floor is very normal. And it is a sign of respect and trust and openness. And maybe our whole bubble and respect the bubble and give me my space. Maybe in other places, it's just normal to get up next to the person. They they don't care. Let's let's talk this out. Because yeah. maybe it we're close-minded. Your, definitely tests your confidence, I would say. On whose part? The person who has been approached or the approacher? Uh, the person who is being approached. Like, for you to sit there and... Like, I've been in a conversation with a stranger before where she was so close to me, and every time I would take a step back, like, nonchalantly, mm-hmm. she would take a step forward. Ooh, yeah. Sometimes one or two <clears throat> steps. And I'm like, hey, you are in my D zone right now. Yeah, you were playing checkers. She was playing chess. You got she was it. like, I see that move, and I, <laughs> right? I'm right on you. Yeah, it's it's a little uncomfortable, especially when you don't know the person. If I'm sitting next to my sister... On the couch, and we're shoulder to shoulder and talking, and that's fine. Yeah, entering the bubble is mm-hmm. earned. Right. It is earned. Okay, Holly. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like where you're going. Yeah. You don't just get to be in the bubble. Yeah. And that goes both ways. True. I would never assume that I could walk right up to someone like, I don't know. Isn't it funny how you almost don't even have to... That's kind of a caught-not-taught thing. Yeah. Where... You just kind of know how far away to stand from a human when talking to the human. And it's weird because it's a game of inches. Because you can be at a nice spot, and if somebody scooches forward in the conversation four inches, that can really change the dynamic in a hustle. Yeah. Even with animals, I would never get in an animal's face that close that I didn't know. No, absolutely not. Right? They have bubbles, too. They have serious bubbles, people. Feels like I'm getting victim shamed again. <laughs> One time I put my dog, my face in front of a giant mastiff's mouth on the show, and suddenly a it mastiff. looks like I'm recreating Siegfried and Roy. He bit my face hard yeah. live on the show, started bleeding, had to leave the, the show and uh, it was it was a lot. It was a thing, and then it was in slow motion, and that and was it wanted terrifying. to bite Elizabeth Reese. It, it opened its mouth up toward her. It did, I, and I've I've watched Whoa. this footage so many times. And then it turned to me and was like, "Oh, you're close. Look at that nose. <laughs> Take a little bit off. Looking and, like oh, a man. snack and a half. But it's one thing if it's your dog. That's your family. Sure. Yes. But to a strange dog, yeah, or any animal, a cat. That's right. They Respect don't... the animal bubble. Yeah. Yeah, man. Respect. Well, with that, um, we're going to respect Holly's time and say it's time for you to go get a hoagie or something downstairs. Get some beef sticks. Ooh, a hoagie. Go get it, girl. All right, bye. Bye. Uh, All right, listen, we're going to talk about the weekend. There's some drama surrounding his uh, show. It's real Ooh. interesting. We'll get to that next. Bye bye, bye bye, bye bye.